0: What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. And this week, we have on two of my very, very good friends that I met last year at the school we used to go to, Richard Lake and Dylan Porter. Boys, how are y'all doing today?
1: Good, man. Good. You know, it's almost Friday, man.
0: Almost Friday. True. True. true, That's, true, a true, 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 true. That's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. Yeah. So obviously, name of the show, Fit Check, uh, before we get into that just to preface this this episode is going to be a little different from every other episode because this episode we're going to be going over uh, some runway collections from the New York Fashion Week spring uh yeah, New York Fashion Week 2021 collections. Uh we're going to be going going to be going over Bottega Veneta, Off-White and Saint Laurent from that and then we're going to be going over the Anne Leone Spring Summer lookbook, the Rowing Blazers NBA lookbook and the Stussy Spring 2021 collection lookbook uh, which is my personal favorite. Um but before we get into that, what are you two wearing today?
2: Dylan, go ahead.
1: Uh right now, I mean I had a I had a test this morning, so I had to get ready real quick. But uh right now I'm rocking some Banana Republic khakis, uh some Reebok uh, some Reebok Classics actually. Uh and a Mississippi State yeah. hoodie.
0: Okay. The hat?
1: Uh the I got this in Mirror Woods in uh California. It's like Redwoods.
0: Mm, okay. And the glasses? Anything special about those? You're just like
1: Uh, they just enable me to see, dude. Like, I can just see crystal clear now.
0: Prescription, huh? Richard, what about you?
2: Uh, nothing too crazy. I got on a hat I thrifted at Mr. Throwback in the East Village Manhattan. And then, uh, other than that, just the, uh, gray normal Nike. And then, uh, Nike sweats. And then I got on the, uh, LeBron 1s St. Vincent St. Mary's. So,
0: that's about it. Ooh, LeBron 1s. Throwing it back. I love those shoes, actually. Um, They're very,
2: very slept on.
0: Yeah, the the early LeBron's and the early Kobe's are definitely um the Adidas Kobe's are, are kind of the, the, bad, the, but yeah, the original the, those like
2: kinda co- hideous, but other than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The toaster <laughs> those are
0: bad. But uh the the original like Nike Kobe's are are OG and I love them. Agreed. Um agreed. I'm wearing a black thrifted t shirt, um, black Levi corduroys, and then I'm wearing black and white color block Basswegian loafers. Um so, just blacked out all day today. Um, so, before we start reviewing the collections, I have to ask, how did you two kind of originally get into the whole fashion scene?
2: don't go ahead. Rich. Richie, you can go ahead. All right, I'll go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, for I guess for me, uh, definitely uh, sneakers was kind of like my first introduction to uh, fashion as a whole. Uh, I think in you know, mm-hmm. middle school, I got a pair of KDs and then... I don't remember what KD... Well, I think it had to be... I'm assuming it was the KD-3. Um, and, yeah. So KD-3s, and I had the um, like the OKC like, Away colorway, and it was this, like, tumbled leather, black, you know, all the OKC uh, colors. And uh, mm-hmm. that was, like, when I first discovered, like, Instagram and, like, the actual people following on Instagram. Uh, and, of course, I'm late to the game yeah. with that. There were many before me. But, yeah, definitely sneakers. And then, <laughs> you know, fr- from then on, it just kind of went into... Um, diversifying like my broadened idea of like how clothes are worn and how materials can be transformed into into certain you know specific uh specific pieces and but definitely shoes is what it what got me into it
0: yeah same um shoes are definitely a big part of how i got into fashion dylan what about you
1: um honestly i really didn't pay that much attention um, before, like, I really started becoming, like, me and Richard uh, were roommates freshman year. He's really the one that put me on, I can't lie. Um, just, like, looking at, at his sneaker collection and just saying how insane that is. Um, and then, like, I just started paying mm-hmm. attention more to, like, I mean, obviously, like, I knew, like, all the popular, like, luxury brands, like, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, and stuff like that. And I'd occasionally, like, look, look through stuff like that, but I didn't really get into, like, the more kind of, I guess, hype beast kind of brands, like, like Stussy and Supreme and stuff like that. Um, until my sophomore year and just like that kind of really interested me and I mean it just I mean like once once I like found out about it like I just fell in love like it was it was awesome and just seeing like Mm -hmm. like uh, one idea that like really interested me was like sustainable fashion so like um, like Patagonia and stuff like I'm a big fan of them Um, and just like ways Mm -hmm. we can like just keep um, like making awesome clothes but like also making sure that 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 process is sustainable for the earth
0: yeah I mean, I know that, you know, the environment's really big to you since you you're outdoors a lot more than I am. Both of you um are very, very interested in the in the outdoors. Is do you think that like is is environmental or sustainable fashion like important enough to you that you're not gonna buy a piece because it's not sustainable, or is it kind of just like in the background?
2: I I guess for me, I would like to say that it is, but I also wear a lot of, you know, mass manufactured things, right? Like I love I'm a big Nike fan, mm-hmm. I'm a big Adidas fan. But, I mean, I, I, I try to even myself out enough I can with, like, price points. So, like, I'm a big Outdoor Voices fan. Um, and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. they do has been controversial in the sense of, you know, um, of sustainable fashion. But um, I, I do, like, try to stay conscious and aware. And even, uh, it's a Nike's credit, and bigger brands, like the Nike, like, like the, I know, like, the Space Hippie that they just came out with. I mean, the entire mm-hmm. soul is recycled and a lot of their shirts are recycled, which is really cool. Um, but, mm-hmm. I mean, like, Until I have, you know, like uh, the the funds available to pay for the price points of sustainable fashion completely, um, then I like definitely will start putting in more research into it and and into what I wear.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think it's good to see that like bigger brands like Nike and Adidas are are starting to take like environmentally sustainable fashion into into perspective, because I know like in the early 2000s and like the 90s, they did not care at all. And they were just, like, mass-producing, like, faux leather shoes and, like, all that stuff, which was terrible for the environment. And um, it's just good to see, I think. Uh, Dylan, what about you?
1: Um, so I try to I try to stay as environmentally conscious as I can. But, you know, it's tough. Of course, like Richard said, I mean, being a broke college student uh, kind of limits your options on, on what you're able to afford. Um, but mm-hmm. that's definitely something that I try to keep in mind. Um, I just – I think, like, once – like the bigger brands like Nike and Adidas start really like, I think a big problem with sustainable fashion right now is because, um, a lot of that stuff is produced in America. Whereas like the mass produced things that are not sustainable are like produced in like sweatshops and like third world countries, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and, and, so like those countries don't have nearly the environmental regulations that the United States does. Uh, so that also yeah. makes it hard. And then cheap labor, of course, um, they mm-hmm. can, ju- I mean, they can just make money, like just tons of money, uh, really quick. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing like like sustainable fashion isn't
0: it's not exactly the most profitable for these big companies right um, so I think that's why they've been like turned away from it for so long but again it's good to see that like they're they're at least paying some mind to it um, yeah. they're not going full like Patagonia or like you know a brand like that but I mean it's it's being brought to the forefront right. of fashion which I, is like good. something that what? I oh
2: sorry was something that I always like try to do is like Buying from, like, independent creators, like, such as, like, people, like, on, like, I know it sounds like people, like, on Etsy and people on eBay, things like that. It's, like, uh, you know, if, if they're screen printing on a Gildan cotton t-shirt, I know that Gildan's going to last me a mm-hmm. good, however long I treat it, like, it, I, I can make it last longer than probably what it's worth. And I think, like, my point with that mm-hmm. is it's just, like, uh, even though, like, Dylan and I both, like, we buy from, like, you know, mainly, like, uh, big box stores, like think big brands and stuff. It's all about buying like the certain quality items that will last. So you're not always every six months or every, every three months you're buying a new pair of shorts from them because it worn out a new pair of mm-hmm. whatever. So I think like, obviously like the, yeah. the quality items from these big brands aren't always the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. That's, that's a good point.
1: Um, another cool thing uh, that I think a lot more companies c- should start adopting is like, you know how Patagonia does like, they have like a h- entire like website for like used clothing yeah, like I think if more companies adopted that, that would also like just be a huge part in like moving to, uh, more towards like that environmentally friendly um, aspect of fashion.
0: Yeah, that's I like that's why I like the um, like the loafers I'm wearing right now. The the Regions, they have the same thing. Like you can get them uh, resold if if they get to that point where the sole is coming off and they're like disgusting. So you can just send them in. They'll get you. They'll get you fixed away. Like right. Uh, for a small fee, which is which is really good, and yeah. I know Birkenstock does that too. Um, Patagonia does that, like you said, and then uh, one of my favorite brands right now, Noah, No New York, does that. They just started it like this week, yeah. Where you can like send in a jacket and they'll fix it, or they'll like reuse the materials if you don't want to uh, wear it again. Okay, are y'all ready to review some review some fashion? Yeah, let's jump in. Let's
2: do it. Let's do it.
0: All right, let's start with the uh, Bottega Veneta. New York Fashion Week 2021 collection. Um, just before we get into this, did y'all see the um, the Drake from State Farm commercial on the Super Bowl? Yeah. Did you know that polo was Bottega Veneta? Of course it was, Nick. <laughs> yeah. And he, he paid like $600 to get a custom fit polo to make him look like swole. Yeah. And then to also put the State Farm logo on it, which is... Just an insane flex.
2: I think I I I can't tell like if if the flex is more like in the fact that it's that he that he wore a Bottega Veneta polo at a State Farm commercial, or that he got State Farm to put a State Farm logo on the polo. Like that's
0: <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, you because he made money, yeah. Because I you know State Farm was paid out you know big bank to get Drake on that commercial, and he was like, yeah. oh, let me let me. Steal a spot spotlight from my boy Jake and, <laughs> Dude, and that's you know, hilarious. flex a little bit, and Ben Affleck. He was in that too, right? Whatever. Um, okay, Bottega Veneta. Um, are y'all both on the Vogue site? Yep. Yeah. Cool. I personally really like this collection. Um, I Bottega Veneta has been a brand that's been up and coming for a while now, but this is kind of the first time they've been. Uh, I think this is either the first or the second time they've been on the the runway for New York Fashion Week um they love to do knitwear which is really cool um i really want to get into knitwear there's one slide that i really like it was like this black black and green like super deep v neck like cardigan almost mm-hmm. that'd be really cool but again this is like super high fashion i can't really afford any of this yeah so it's just <laughs> kind of fun to look at yeah
2: that was the, the first thing that i noticed was the knitwear i mean like in it's it was interesting cuz like I get yeah, like slide 34 and like slide 33 that like really deep V. Mm-hmm. It's it reminds me of things that I would see like my grandmother wear, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's still really cool, which is what <laughs> which yeah. is what keeps drawing me in.
0: Yeah, me too. Knitwear is huge. I really want to get into knitwear. I just have no idea where to start. Right like everything is knitwear like on slide 27 there's um the dress is knitwear the undershirt's knitwear and the purse is also
1: Oh yeah dude knitwear that was crazy i remember looking at that and being like what <laughs> um
0: i think another thing about this collection that really kind of stands out was the uh the accessories like all the sunglasses that some of the models were wearing were were insane it looked like something out of like a Tron movie dude yeah tron um i thought that was really cool
2: one of the first things what that, do you all think about yeah, this? one of the first things that came to mind with me was just like all the dresses. So like from slide like one to so everything like like the ones that aren't knitwear, a lot of them mm-hmm. remind me of like very like Audrey Hepper and Breakfast at Tiffany esque, right? I mean like slide two. Yeah. Like the really, really deep necklines, those kind of things, like reminds yeah. like the fifties and sixties. I thought that was really cool. But I mean like yeah, I love what they did even with like the knitwear, a lot of it like reminded me of like 70s, 80s, in the kind of everything uptight, everything with a collar, everything buttoned up. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought like yeah. th- they meshed two kind of decades really, really well, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And then at, at the is, same time, yeah, they is, had like that like denim looking thing that almost looked like yeah. something that like Alicia Keys and Britney Spears would have worn. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I feel like they
0: meshed
2: yeah. multiple decades really well together here. Yeah, this is
0: a really, really solid collection. I really like it. I think the one, probably my favorite piece from this or like kind of just look is uh slide eight, like that kind of like suit looking thing where it's all kind of the same color with uh the, the black collar and the black aviator sunglasses and like the grandpa house shoes that like I'm assuming are the same material as the rest of the suit. Yep, definitely. Um, That was really cool. Also, that guy's hair is sick. <laughs> I wish my hair looked like that. <laughs> yeah what do y'all think about this just overall
1: i mean like richard said like just blending like so many decades of fashion into one collection is like absolutely insane mm-hmm. and that just kind of shows the way that like fashion's kind of going like it it's kind of becoming like more of a trend to like throw back to like the 90s and like early 2000s and even like the 80s 70s and 80s yeah um and i think that, that that's one thing that i've like really appreciated is like the especially like the 90s style like i know this isn't related to the collection but like just one trend that I love is like the the '90s style, like uh, like vintage style, like T-shirts mm-hmm. and like windbreakers that have been coming out a lot, like on mass vintage and like stuff like that. Um, just I love that trend in fashion mm-hmm. right now.
2: Agreed.
0: It's I mean w- whatever comes out at one point is eventually going to be recycled into something at a later date. Um, and I again, Patagonia right. killed it this year. Um,
2: but I also love like in in slide twenty eight they have like the almost like painter's uniform i guess is what i like, can best describe it as that was one of my favorites yeah. um like very like very london very english but like i still loved like mm-hmm. the it's kind of like what the like, like they did in the other pantsuits like all the same print all the same pattern all the same material um i mm-hmm. really 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 liked it at 28 was by far my favorite i just looked at what he was wearing for like 10 minutes it was so nice <laughs> yeah yeah
1: third another one that i love was uh slide 32 like the um Kind of turtleneck uh, button up jacket. Um, yeah, that just like that's probably my favorite piece from this collection for sure. Yeah,
0: that one's really cool. The the painter like the jumpsuit painter thing you were talking about, Richard. Um, I didn't even notice it honestly. It it on it's it just flew under my radar. But yeah, that's really sick. I can't tell if that's like if that's one piece or if that's just like if it's two if it's a shirt and pants. Or if it's just like one big jumpsuit,
2: I, I kind of want it to be like coveralls. It might be too. I think it's too. Yeah. But like the fact, like like the, the shoes, I can't really tell what kind of shoes they are. They look like I I, I honestly do not know. But <laughs> like yeah, I loved. I lo- this was probably my my favorite, and it was also the most um like I guess conservative of of all the yeah. of all the, uh, the of all the looks. But it was really sure. really
0: well. I love shirts like that though, like the kind of like open collar. Like camp collar stuff. Um, yeah. That's really cool. I th- I'm definitely going to get some camp collars for this summer just so I can, you know, flex a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, another one brand that I that does a really good camp collar, actually, surprisingly, um, going to be a little bit of a hypocrite here because we were just talking about uh, sustainability and fashion is uh, Uniqlo U. I, they do a yeah, really good I love Uniqlo. Uh, camp collar uh I I wanted one from the last collection that they did um that I actually looked at with you when I was when I was in Mississippi Richard do you remember that like in yeah. the office yeah yeah
2: that entire yeah and yeah and like I said like I I shop half my wardrobe is uniqlo yeah. so it's like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah if you want good essentials go to uniqlo for sure cuz they I will mean, last they will last yeah they will last for sure I I have a few teachers that I've had for the past like 3 years that um I I that been washed in numerous times that, that that right not even a scratch on them so okay let's move on to the off-white uh collection so virgil abloh is not the creative director mm-hmm. of off-white anymore is he
2: he is not he moved on to what was it? he's at louis he's at right louis, yes
0: yeah so this collection uh, is not going to be as insane as we've seen from Off White before because when Virgil was the creative director, everything was like mm-hmm. off the wall, crazy, crazy, crazy. It felt like you were on drugs just like <laughs> looking at it. Um, it was it was insane. But this collection is kind of conservative. They did they kind of meshed a lot of different materials really well. Um, yeah, and I don't really know what the theme is because some of the models are walking in a. F- field and some of them are walking in what looks like the back of an IKEA.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like in slide eight, like in slide
0: eight for sure. Yeah. Um, there's like lockers behind them. They're, so you have you have the walking in the field, you have the the IKEA vibe, and then you have like a middle school locker room is what they're all they're all walking in. Um really just interesting. I like it. I can get down with that. What did y'all think about it?
1: Um personally, I wasn't a huge I'm not a huge fan of all white like in general, kinda. Um I like their but not not saying that it it's just not for me personally. Um but I, I like <laughs> I like this uh I I really do like slide eight though, that um kind of blazer and, and uh those what material is that that he's wearing those black pants. I don't even know what that is, but I, I and I love his sunglasses too. This kind of remind me like we were talking about in the uh, Bottega Veneta mm-hmm. um, uh, lookbook. I mean, those kind of remind me of the same style glasses, you know? Yeah. Um, but other than that, I didn't really find anything that like really ca- caught my eye.
0: Yeah. I think the, the only thing that really kind of caught my eye was, um, again, the accessories kind of was a big thing for me. I think accessories are huge in fashion. All the sunglasses that they released this year and all the all – the, the necklaces and stuff like that, I I really want. Um, I think my favorite is probably the. Where is it? For some reason, I'm I'm drawn to like slide sixteen, like that really weird, um, like red undershirt with like the silk scarf and like a.
1: Oh yeah, almost like, like a tank top. I guess I <laughs>
0: like a tank top type thing, and then the pants and the shoes and the handbag. I really like that. Is that
1: one piece or is that two different... Yeah, that... Oh, yeah, that's two different pieces. Yeah, no, that's
0: two pieces. I mean, it looks like tuxedo pants with, like, a black tank top. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even... uh, That one was was really cool to me. Um, What stood out to y'all? What was y'all's favorite kind of look?
2: I think for me, like... Again, like, I I usually... I'm not the biggest fan of Off-White. Because of, like, their cuts and what they make. And I guess mainly a lot of that being because of Virgil. Not that it... I mean, it was still... Definitely art, and it definitely, you know, served its purpose and had a, de- a definite look. But um, mm-hmm. I do enjoy this one a little bit more. I feel like it was a little more kind of it, – it it looked a little more like a luxury brand. And I know, like, Off-White has never conformed to anyone. But, uh, mm-hmm. like, slide 21, the, the the pantsuit that that model is wearing, like, I – love it. Like, I love, like, especially the pants, the fact that, like, they're tied up at the bottom, like, they're kind of knotted. I thought, like, mm-hmm. that entire look was, like, I adore that look. Um, And I like, mm-hmm. I like, I like the cuts of it. I like, the, 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 it's, it's a leather, and it's not this, it's not boxy, right? It's not this, this huge yeah. Roblox, Roblox looking character. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. more conforming, um, kind of snugger fit. That was my favorite thing. But I guess, uh, yeah. like, Oh, but one thing that stood out to me the most in this entire collection was the pants. Like every single mm-hmm. pair was incredible. I thought that that was my favorite part of it. Yeah, um, like yeah, it's like twenty seven. Pants were sick in this collection. Yeah, yeah. Like twenty seven, and I know Dylan. I think Dylan mentioned like the the bell bottoms. Yeah, we talked about it earlier. Like those are insane. So. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going the the one thing I noticed about all the kind of like suit pants from this collection is that they all had that like. Like pull up kind of mask looking thing. I thought that was uh, cool. Not for me, but yeah, you know, wearing a leather mask all <laughs> the right. time would be would be kind of. I feel like it, that would get sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, and I am glad that like, because like I said, like this was more conservative, but they still kept their edge. I guess right. I mean, it was still off white mm-hmm. unmistakably. And I feel like, like inside, like thirty four, like he has what seems to be just a normal like black suit on with like bell bottoms but then he has like that like coverall half 75 percent of a sweater on like i don't know like i and i feel like Mm -hmm. that's where i'm glad that they're still staying true to i guess that kind of uh part of off-white which which i do enjoy and
1: i guess another thing that oh sorry richard uh i guess another thing that really caught my eye was um in slide 40 uh the kind of like it kind of looks like a checker pattern with like flowers on it it's like a dress shirt um under the blazer i thought that piece was really cool yeah um, very unique and very, and very like, I mean, that's just like what, like kind of what Off-White is like known for, just mm-hmm. off-the-wall pieces mm-hmm. like that. I also yeah. they
2: used older models in this entire thing too, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Like they reuse
0: people that have already uh, walked for them?
2: Oh, I mean, just like, like like simple like like age. Like they, they use like older people oh, as yeah, models. Yeah. Or, yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, like you don't really see that that often. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, it's definitely cool to be inclusive to that kind of crowd. I mean, when you think of fashion, you don't really think of like, you know, you think of like, you know, twenty twenty, thirty, forty year olds, you don't really think of anything kind of older than that. But it was definitely interesting to see them use kind of uh older aged models for for some of the looks. Um, I r re- this is a, again a really solid collection for from sure. Off White. Definitely more conservative than what we've seen in the past, as we've said, but uh that's just because Virgil is at uh, Louis Vuitton now. So, um, all right, y'all ready to move on to the Saint Laurent 2021 runway?
2: Absolutely, for sure.
0: I, this is probably my favorite uh, kind of runway collection that we're going to go over, just because everything is simple. It's black and white, and the accessories kill it. Um, I I think my favorite is is slide 1 I really like everything about that the kind of like the shorter sleeves are kind of work with it the rose uh or the no, I don't know if that's a rose but the the flower on the neck is really cool and then the sunglasses are killer I love those um and yeah I think it looks like it's like again knitwear but I I can't be too sure
2: yeah th- this entire collection was like classic YSL like simple as it could be and that's like I've always loved them like they've been like there's this one jacket that they have it was like from like their like 2018 collection in the fall and it's beautiful and I've always wanted it but like this is exactly was like what I was expecting um and what I wanted honestly like it's beautiful um Mm -hmm. like side 12 like those pants are insane and like everything they make just like blows me away most of the time uh i do love how they use like mm-hmm. i and i've always said this about saint laurent when they use color they're gonna make it purposeful right and i love mm-hmm. the the colors that they chose on the pieces that they that they chose them on um like nothing goes yeah. to waste like side 27 that like sweater is incredible
0: yeah that one's really cool yeah i mean they killed it this year you can't i mean saint laurent kills it every year but this year especially is 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 crazy especially in the middle of everything going on the fact that they were still able to kind of like get this all together yep and um re- release like a uh, an insanely beautiful collection is is just it's a testament to how good this 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 fashion house is
1: absolutely amazing
2: how did you guys feel about the lack of i guess traditional pants in some of them <laughs>
1: Twenty. I love the pants in twenty two. Mm-hmm. They're kind of similar to the ones you mentioned in slide twelve, Richard. Yeah. Just kind of like that—that that real like tight, like kind of um, like high waist pants, and then like kind of flares out at the bottom. Um, and that's kind of something that I've been s- seeing recently a lot with a um, a lot of drops is people making like more kind of like seventy style, like bell bottom style, like uh, like khakis and i've been loving yeah. those pants. I I bell
0: bottoms and and flare jeans are are really cool. I think i want to get a pair just because i think that like if you wear a pair of bell bottoms it kind of like accentuates what you're wearing on foot or it kind of just like pulls everything together at the bottom. Um i think it's really cool. I actually i had a pair of um what were they Wrangler boot cuts that i cropped. I cut like 2 inches off the bottom and they immediately turned into like some some cool flare pants but just haven't gotten the right shoes to wear them with yet, but, um, yeah, really cool. Saint Laurent killed it again, um, and also again, the accessories in this collection were insane. Probably one of my favorite parts of this was the accessories. All the jewelry that they did were or was was insane. Mm-hmm. Like the butterfly like pendant necklace that went all the way down to like your stomach was really cool. Again, the sunglasses are really cool.
1: Yeah. And inside 23, I Mm -hmm. was just looking at that one.
0: All the earrings are really cool too. Just like everything is, is, is sick. And like the, the rote like the flower necklaces, I thought were really cool. I thought that was a really, really cool accent to kind of put on, uh, some of, some of the looks. Yeah. Yeah. I need a pair of like yellow tinted sunglasses. I think. I think that might be my next purchase. Yeah,
2: I just saw (laughs) the sunglasses too. Those are insane. I think I think Saint Laurent's pretty good at this thing, like the whole fashion thing.
0: Yeah, they might be. Uh,
2: I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And say that they know what they're doing. I guess maybe. Who's
0: who's their creative director right now?
2: It's uh, yeah, Anthony Vaccarello. Vaccarello, yeah, he came over from what was it? 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 Because I looked it up after I looked at this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Was it... Oh wait. Yeah, so yeah, he was at Versace before. Went over to Saint Laurent. Because that was when Versace yep. was going through their entire restructuring.
0: And then... Yeah. He's
2: been doing a good job, dude.
0: Yeah, he's... I mean, was this his first collection? When did he get to, to Saint Laurent? That, that was 18-0. 2016. 2016? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So fairly new to Saint Laurent. Um, yeah, This coll- I can't get enough of this collection. I, I really like 37. That one is mm-hmm. insane. That whole dress with like the the feathers on the um, like the wrists and the, on the neck and then everything else being colorful is very very appealing on the eye and and definitely a Saint Laurent piece. Like no one, I don't think anywhere, any other, any other fashion brand or fashion house could make something like this other than Saint Laurent. Absolutely.
2: All it's right. also refreshing to know that that such an established brand like this is still being creative because they could Mm. definitely decide to release the same 24 things every year and probably do fine financially and with their main buyer group. Um, but like, Mm -hmm. it's always refreshing to see something like this.
0: Yeah. Old dog, new tricks. Very, very cool. All right. Are y'all ready to move on to the aim Leone 2021 lookbook? Yes. Yes, please. All right. I love Aim They've been killing it ever since they came out. Yeah. Their first collection was insane. They're so this nice. This collection is is even better than the last one. They keep getting better every single yeah. season. It it, um, it it's crazy, dude. They're insane. And also they make a really good loafer. Um as as an established like loafer fan, love love a good pair of like, you know, <laughs> color block loafers. Um I think my personal standout piece was the um where is it the yellow like fisherman's jacket kind of like the painter jacket with like the huge hood that one was insane um i would rock that if it was 95 degrees out it looks super super comfortable and it definitely it reminds me of um what's that one wes anderson film fantastic mr with uh willem dafoe No, 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 no. Um, Oh, um, oh. Um, Life Aquatic.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Life Aquatic, very reminiscent of that. Um, I also really enjoyed all of the bucket hats that were um, on screen for this collection. I think bucket hats are making a huge comeback, and I really can't get enough of bucket hats. I love them. They're so comfortable, and they look really, really sick. Um, What did you all think about it? Regine, go ahead. Uh,
2: So, like everyone else, Aim Leon Dior has been uh, my favorite brand the last however long they've been out. But what, like what, one thing that I find so crazy about them is like they toe the line between casual and more formal dressing perfectly because you know everything mm-hmm. in their collections, in my opinion, can be dressed up to make you go to the go to the Grammys, right? Be ready, be on the red carpet, but at the same yeah. time, could just be just a a, a normal day. And so mm-hmm. they're so versatile and they're, and this isn't groundbreaking at all with them, but like their attention to detail on things is so, so nice. Um, and like, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, like knitwear has become huge. And when I think of them, I think of their knitwear. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. The cardigan on like yeah. the same row as like the fisherman's jacket you were talking about. I'm in love with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the other thing I got was yeah, that one's I really like hats are a big staple for me and I try to incorporate mm-hmm. them. Like I, I do incorporate them a lot in what I wear and, Mm -hmm. and having um a brand like really like put a lot of focus on their hats is really cool to me because it's really easy to just change your font around put it on a five Mm -hmm. panel and then sell it but the fact that like i love their vibrations with the with the mets and the yankees all their stuff is so so cool and like they're from queens Mm -hmm. and i like that they're keeping it kind of local um and like the whole world's borough uh slogan they have going on it's just they're literally have like i, I have not seen anything they've made where i've said i would not wear that
1: um i just want to like i i don't think there's a single piece in this like collection that i don't like or like wooden rock like it's uh especially mm-hmm. the um kind of the like knitted sweater uh with the um kind of like roses on it in like the mm-hmm. like fifth or sixth row or something i love that piece right there yeah and of course the mm-hmm. the khaki yankees hat is just incredible like like richard said i mean the co- collaboration with uh yankee or the new york yankees were, was crazy
0: yeah i it's good to see that like all these kind of like mm, don't want to say like high fashion but more like upscale brands are are, are uh kind of collaborating with with sports teams that are local to their area um and the the, the roaring blazers is one with the nba also yes. did that but we will get into that later um I, th- again, like, dude, the, just the intention to detail that Am Leon has is, I mean, it's bar none. They're probably, one, they're one of, if not the best in the game right now when it comes to just, like, meticulously crafting collections and pieces that are, I mean, could legitimately be considered, like, art. Um, Everything is insane. I would, there's not a single thing in this piece that I would rock. And that's the other thing, like some like Saint Laurent off white bottega veneta there's some things that like it's it's definitely catered towards like the runway and like super high fashion like you're going to wear that like maybe once or twice in your life if you're going to like a super super exclusive event but everything that am Leone does like anyone could wear yeah. and that's what i think is is like they're super versatile and uh just everything that they put out is is you know chef's kiss can't get enough of it
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Because I'm all for brands, you know, doing what they do in the sense that as as Gucci and Saint Laurent and and Off White does. But there's something to be said for making things simply said enough that people are going to wear. Um, mm-hmm. And I understand the price points are a little high up there for like a lot of these. But I mean the the quality and the attention to detail. Mm-hmm. It's it's very 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 refreshing. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I mean honestly, the price points are like kind of justified just Absolutely. because like it's, it's Aim leon. Like you know you're gonna get something that you're gonna be able to wear for the next five, ten years minimum, and they're never none of these things are really gonna go out of style either. So you can, it's definitely re-wearable for till probably the end of time. Like Aim Leone is just they're killing it. Teddy Santis is 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 insane, and I yeah, know that um, he's that boy. He is the uh the throwing fits guys they modeled for this lookbook. book um oh, really? it's On their instagram yeah they got the um the like flower pants and wearing them rocking it with the uh the green white and brown uh right. yeah they were they killed it as usual those guys are so fun um but yeah aim leone insane i mean this is almost a 10 out of 10 yeah so, like this is yeah this is definitely up there
1: um, um, one piece, just real quick, like one piece that I just like fell in love with was the floral painter's jacket with like the kind of brown mm-hmm. corduroy like collar. Um, that one yeah. was just incredible. Um, like I could definitely see, like, mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, it's timeless.
0: Yeah. Everything they do is, is just insane. I, I, just, I love looking at it. Like not just like, I would definitely wear all these, but also just like looking at it is, uh. Very, very fun, almost. For sure. Yeah, okay. Rowing Blazers, NBA. Very, very interesting collection between two brands that you wouldn't think to that would collaborate, but they did it anyways, and uh, they killed it. Um, so if you don't know what Rowing Blazers is, they're kind of like an upscale, preppy, uh, Ivy-style brand founded by Jack Carlson, who used to be the I think Coxwain for the Georgetown rowing team. So you can't really get more preppy than that. Right. He also rode for Team USA. Oh, wow. Uh, so just, yeah, ultimate prep right here. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting to see kind of like two worlds collide in kind of the sports world and the the fashion world, which hasn't been the first thing that's happened, but it's never been – done with a brand like Rowan. Right. Lasers. Cause when you think of like the NBA, you're not thinking of like super preppy, you know, polo shirts or super preppy like, you know, blazers and stuff like that. You're thinking of like, you know, pulling up in like some expensive sweats and basketball right. sh- and basketball shoes and stuff like that. But it's cool to see the NBA be taken to a level where it's it's upscale, preppy, stuff like that. So uh what did y'all think about it?
1: Um I guess I'll go, uh, but there was on, like the, I mean, I guess my favorite part about this collection where it was definitely like the actual blazers with, um, the, uh, NBA logos on them. Um, like the, the one with the bulls logo is probably my favorite. Like it just, I mean, it just, I mean, I just love the look and the, and the, um, bulls, bulls scarf that the uh, model's wearing, uh, like probably like a quarter down on the, uh, site, uh, that, that whole fit is just insane. Um, but yeah like you said i mean it's really cool to see that the nba like partnering with uh like a smaller brand like like rowing blazers like you don't really see mm-hmm. these type of collaborations um within the fashion industry very often so i i i thought yes. this collection is really unique and uh, i think it'll, i think this will kind of like boost rowing blazer's status for sure yeah,
2: yeah i i agree uh they were this was definitely something that I did not expect coming out of uh, both of these of, of these um, organizations, I guess to call them, but yeah, I, I feel like what was what was even better than the actual like pieces themselves was the aesthetic and the, the actual kind of setting that they created for it because I feel like a lot of brands have tried to make vintage wear and, mm. that they, and I feel like sometimes they just try too hard. Um, mm. and, and this wasn't it at all. This felt very natural to me. And I think mm-hmm. also just with like the Rowing Blazers, their their background, you know, it's it's kind of old school. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: like with with this entire lookbook being shot in film or edited to make it look like being shot in film, like it it, it feels, and and then we're in the room that the model is in. It feels yeah. as if these clothes should only exist in one place, and it's right there, um, and, yeah. and and it works perfectly. And of course, mm-hmm. that's the marketing of it. But like I, I was I was looking at this, and, and like this reminds me of like. Like pictures of like Michael Jordan like on draft yes, day like that kind of thing. That. That's what it reminded me of, and it's like it's it was very 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 nice. Um, and I also think it's funny that like they're wearing like boat shoes with everything that they're wearing. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, th- th- this was a really really cool collection. Um, the the time that was put into it, the effort that was put into it is really noticeable. Um, mm-hmm. I think my favorite piece is probably just the um, the black and white knit sweaters with the NBA logo on them. I love the look of yeah. those. Um, and obviously, the yeah, blazers. those are. Good.
0: Yeah, classic, classic, classic. Um, I think my favorite piece was probably the since I mean obviously I'm biased. I am a Bulls fan. Um, I think mine was probably the the green, purple, red, and yellow oh, yeah. like uh, rugby shirt with the Bulls logo. That one was really really cool. And then close second, probably the NBA pants. Oh yeah, the NBA the corduroy yes. ones. Mm-hmm. Those were sick. Yes, um, I would awesome. definitely wear those. Um. Yeah, I think I honestly, again, just like my favorite part of this whole collection was just like the contrast between the NBA and the kind of mantra of rowing blazers. Cause like, I mean, they were all wearing like, you know, boat shoes yeah with like the Bulls logo. That's like a really cool thing to see that you almost never see. Um, The belts are really cool. Super preppy. I like that. Um, and honestly, I really hope that like preppy stuff like that and like Ivy style c- kind of makes a comeback because it's it's really interesting to see and it's it's pretty much anyone can wear it. It's super 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 casual and it always looks good. So
1: yeah, Griffin, I didn't yeah, realize and, that those NBA pants are corduroy. Like that, is, that that makes me like them even more, dude. Like those are those are sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. Corduroy is is big right now. I'm wearing corduroy right now. I will always be a corduroy. Uh, Stan, if you will, huge fan of it.
2: <laughs> okay. I want the basketball. Yeah, the Everyone's basketball. Just like playing basketball is pretty sick. Yeah. Too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to get the matching set. Like, I need my I need my polos to match my basketballs. So I'm gonna get both of them at the same yes. time and just like flex. Um. Okay. Yes. Let's move on to my favorite of the bunch, the Stussy Spring 2021 collection. This one is my favorite for multiple reasons um the first one being it's kind of, like stussy used to be a brand that was like it was a zoomies brand like you would buy it at like zoomies or like yeah. you know spencers <laughs> or something like that and now yeah. they've they've gone full full streetwear and they've been killing it um and this is the first collection that's kind of been like oh wow stussy's like taking themselves seriously and and kind of going their own direction and kind of parting ways with that old like zoomies tie-dye like stuff like that so the one thing that stood out to me was um kind of just how just the mood of everything the mood of everything kind of felt breezy in a way like i feel like this could only be worn like, like on like a 65 degree 65 degree day when it's like the yeah sun like is a, out like and the a and nice day rain.
1: outside yeah mm-hmm, for yeah. sure
0: that was probably my favorite thing. They did a really good job of kind of like, you know, setting a mood and, and, and following to, to that kind of theme, which is nice. Um, what did y'all think about it?
2: I think like the entire, because I, I've never paid much attention to Susie mainly because I was under the impression that it was like a cult skater brand, like you said, sold at zoomies. And I understood like they, they, mm-hmm. made, they had collabs with, with very, very reputable brands and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, th- th- this one really surprised me in a really good way. Um, the outerwear is what I think really took it to the next level. Um, I'm always, like, a big fan of a really nice knit sweater. And, like, the one on, like, slide 6 is really nice. But, um, yeah, like the, uh, like, the jacket in slide 2, the zip-up jacket in slide 1, stuff like that. Um, I like that. I, I really, really, really enjoyed those. Um, those are mm-hmm. my favorite pieces. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I agree. You said it perfectly. They started taking them so seriously. Or, you know, mm-hmm. to us at least. Um Yeah. And uh I oh I, dude you know they're
0: still having like so much fun making this stuff. So oh, yeah. I mean they're taking themselves seriously in a way that they can still kind of um Enjoy it. Have fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Exactly. And and, and I'm really excited for their for their Harachis to come out. Um
0: Yeah. But yeah,
2: <laughs> overall very, very, very solid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said yeah. the outerwear in this collection was was insane. Oh sorry, Dylan, you can go ahead.
1: No, you're good. I was just uh, talking. I remember you mentioning the uh, yellow and black like striped uh, vest. And I just, I just think that piece is like hilarious. Like, it, I mean, like like you said, bro, it kind of looks like a bumblebee, Loki, but it's also like, yeah, definitely um, like a cool piece and very unique to Stussy. I can't tell if that
0: if that like sweater is like a brushed mohair material or if that's just like the design of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I think I think my favorite piece. I'm gonna be I'm gonna hop on the hype train and just say it's the um, the billiards ball juicy sweater, the knit one. I know everyone loves that, and I know that they've already done one exactly like this, and it sells for like five hundred dollars on Grail, just like resale. So, but I mean, it's for good reason. Like this sweatshirt is is sick, and I would I would. I would probably chop off my own leg for it, honestly. Um, <laughs> so I I don't know, I love it. And they also do suits. That that suit on slide uh thirteen, very cool. I like the pairing with the beanie and the white shirt. Um that was that's definitely something that stood out to me.
2: Yeah, I think I, I think uh Susie and and, and things we saw in, in Emily on door, like the the kind of casual wave that's going over blazers and, like the casual kind of like it's okay to wear a hat with a blazer in some pants and mm-hmm. some loafers i i I love that that mindset at least going through the the pieces we looked at today um yeah and i like that a brand like Susie is doing that um because why not honestly
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: there also no the all denim anymore. look exactly exactly and the all denim look on side 27 i really like i don't know why but i like it <laughs>
0: Denim. I need more. I need to up my denim game. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one's sick. the The Canadian uh tuxedo. Well, not tuxedo, mm-hmm. but like the Canadian dress. I guess for this one, since it is a dress and, <laughs> and some jeans. Yeah. But. Um. I like this. I like the um. Like the mint green sweater on the very next oh, Yeah, I thought that one yes. was really cool. Sick. sick. That one was sick. I can't. I I need to know what the material is because if that's fleece, then that's sick. Um it looks like it made it's super comfortable but yeah very very solid collection from Stussy. um and with that i think we can wrap this up uh where can the people find you two good yeah. um
2: i guess i'll plug my own podcast uh undecided it's on a, yeah um Undecided. Uh, it's also on Spotify. Listen to Griffin's first though because Griffin's is honestly better. <laughs> and then, uh,
1: other than that, uh, Twitter are like 8 Instagram rlake 8
0: Cool, Dylan.
1: Uh, you can find you can find me on Twitter at uh, or Twitter and Instagram at uh, underscore Dylan underscore Porter. Dylan spelled with I Y. I I don't know why people spell Dylan like that, but that's not the correct way to spell it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Griffin, I just want to say thanks for having us on, dude. Uh, I got to make a trip up there soon. Yeah, thank yeah you. come to call at any
0: time. You can follow us on Instagram at FitCheckPod, where we will be posting behind-the-scenes content and fit pics and a mood board to go along with every single episode every single Friday. Our producer and editor is Joshua Teckle, and this podcast is a production from the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Find out more about Garnet Media Podcast and other student work at garnetmedia.org.